brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Let's do this! Fasten your seatbelts. I wake up every morning. Boston's only classic rock morning show. I look at myself in the mirror and I go, Maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe I'm awake. Dreaming I'm asleep. With Pete McKenzie. I still vomit before every show. Heather Ford. I feel dirty and unsatisfied. And Kenny Young. Yeah! Let's get crazy! In other words, I'm crazy. On 100.7. I want you to go hard, fast, heavy, get to it. Here's to the future! WCLX. Well, good morning on this Thirsty Thursday, the 22nd of February. Thirsty? Yeah, we're thirsting for the weekend. My name is Kenny Young. You know, I can deal with your problems, or I can rock out, but I cannot do both. That's right. <laughs> I can deal with your problems, or I can rock on. I choose to rock on today. I'm dealing with my own problems. Great choice. As we all are. Heather Ford. Hey, guys. What's happening? I want more people to understand that you can absolutely do it all. It also just makes me a more whole and complete person, mother, daughter, wife. So it really adds just an incredible amount to my life and my happiness. Sure sounds like she has money. Indeed. <laughs> I feel like, of course, you can do all those things if you're really, really rich. Yeah, if you have no financial concerns mm -hmm. or stresses. Pete McKenzie has none of those. Howdy. He's that guy over there. Why do I drink? The answer's simple. I have a genetic condition where my body doesn't produce its own alcohol, so <laughs> I'm therefore forced to take a supplement. I'm not physically fermenting. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I need to add that. You could, or, though. Or pickling. Yeah, yeah, you could. I mean, if you want. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. How do you do that? You Just don't. to submerse yourself you in don't. alcohol? But I would say if you want one of your organs to ferment, maybe just think about it real hard and it'll happen. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, this way the joke will be on the cannibals. That isn't, that a yeah. isn't that a health issue, though? Aren't there people, aren't, isn't there like a thing where people have like produced alcohol in their body or some sort of something like that? Or am I just watching? So it causes a TV? natural reaction, yeah. like a natural chemical reaction. Yeah, in your uh, body. Okay. So maybe you could, Pete, is what I'm saying. All right, well, I, I mean, you wouldn't want I'd have that. To investigate it because I know nothing about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you'd want that, but it no, happens. No, I like last night enjoyed uh, indoor golf with a couple of uh, vodka mm. and limes. Oh, nice! Shaking over ice. Nice. Know. Oh, so it's just vodka. Just yeah, there's vodka, no soda in it. Vodka gimlet. Oh. Yeah, and then mm. and just put a uh, little squeeze of lemon, lime in there. I like that. You know, See, I like them with yeah. the club soda, the vodka club soda. We've been doing a little splash of that uh, Newman's Mango Tango lately. You know, just to, you know, mango spruce tango. it up a bit. Of, yeah, okay. it's it's an orange mango drink, you know. Very summery. It is very summery. Yeah, yeah just, uh, you know, have a couple of light ones during the week. All Nothing right. crazy. Okay. Do you so, guys have a drink filling? every night? Not every night. I would say six nights out of the week I have something. No, I know. But, but I can have like something average. as I'm making dinner. I can have something. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? And so then you, I just drink water during dinner. Not with your spouse. It's not like you sit down and you have a drink together. No. Some, no. Sometimes, but not. My yeah. in-laws would sit down and they would have uh, Johnny Walker uh, on, the, on the rocks just every night together. Yeah. And the same, oh, that sounds nice. Every for like, I don't know, they were married for over sixty years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they—that's what they did every night. And we <laughs> upgraded them from red to different colors eventually. No. Uh, but he, but it was red most of the time. They ever yeah, work up nice. to the blue? Oh, the blue! You know what he did at our house? Because I had bought a bottle for John, but he had told us under no circumstances to buy him a bottle of that because he would drink it every night. Drink it right. all. Yeah. And the, the Depression-era baby in him would feel weird about it. Right, right. You want to savor that. Yeah, he wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he would Yeah, he would feel weird. Mm -hmm. He said it would be a waste. Yeah. yeah, 534 here on this Thursday morning. Yeah, 617-931-1007. If you'd like to uh, text the show, feel free. WZLX in your message to 70470. Love hearing from the 530 Club members there and uh, on the iHeartRadio app, talk back feature just click on the red microphone and uh, hit send uh, Kenny and I uh, experienced a little 
something something on the drive in this morning. I saw the remains of it. He saw what I saw actually happened. I, I've never seen in my life before. Yeah, I, sometimes I take the Storrow Drive. Yeah, uh, because uh, Pike. You know, uh, construction and road work has been going on for like three years. They're doing that big overpass deal. pretty. It's fun to take. It, it is. It feels like you're really like in it. Man, two and cars went it. by me today going like, they were going, had to be going 70. On Sturrow? Yes. Sturrow? Flying wow. by, like they were racing, I think. Oh, oh then they maybe. didn't know what was yeah. coming up ahead. Yeah. Like, Kenmore area is just a turn. I'm like cruise control 42 mm-hmm. miles an hour, you know? Yeah, so it gets windy, obviously, at times. And I was coming right around that bend, right near the hospital, and uh, I, I noticed something kind of in the shadows, and there was a big plume of leaves and sticks and debris. <laughs> and what I noticed, and I had to swerve around, was it appeared to be a uh, <clears throat> residentially challenged individual. See, so there's a homeless guy on the streets? With a shovel, a snow shovel. Oh. And he was shoveling uh, leaves and dirt and sticks and branches and throwing it out into Sturrow Drive, like into the roadway. Yeah. But he was right at, like, he just about had a one foot in the road, one foot on the curb. And uh, as I came around that bend, and thankfully I wasn't flying like those uh, Tokyo Drift guys that you were talking about, mm-hmm. the, the racers. But uh, as I came around the bend, I had to swerve, you know, somewhat aggressively around this guy. And also not to get, because I didn't know if it had rocks or sticks in it. I wonder if he, he stays around there and then over time leaves and sticks and stuff get kind of pushed into the area where he stays. And then every once in a while he just cleans it out. You know, you know the curved bridge. Yeah, I do. Trucks yeah. get starrowed, and yeah. that's where it was. It was under that bridge, right, Kenny? Yeah. And there's plenty of room. I mean, to throw it out in the road intentionally wasn't necessary. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if there's, he was there's trying room to, like, on the, clean sides. Up the sidewalk. That's yeah, one sides thing. of the bridge. And then I even gave him the benefit of the doubt as I continued to drive, going, "What the hell was that?" I thought, well, was he trying to clear a storm drain? Was he trying to do some good? Yeah, well, I'm sure he was trying to do good. But I'm like, you're you're shoveling himself. the stuff out into the road. No, right, the road right. doesn't mean anything to him. <laughs> no. Right. 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 Just but like I'm, his home doesn't mean anything to you. So it's the... There's intention there, though, don't you think? I just thought... There's I, intention I to be disruptive. I think if you're homeless, your intention is, is to not... To be disruptive. It's not malicious. Yeah, no. I think it is. In I that think case. You're, I think there's things going on in your head... It's not the same kind of malicious as if you were to do it. Yeah. Because you have control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think if you I, don't I'm, have control, that's a whole different. And Kenny, would you say it was 10 feet wide by 15 feet long, this area of debris? It was a swath. <laughs> it was, it was of a swath I don't use debris. that word frequently, but I like to use the word <laughs> swath. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what, what he did, I, his life is a gazillion times harder than mine. So <laughs> true. I'm, you know. Well, significantly, just w- especially since he's in the north. If he, if he, I is don't know homeless, his story though. Mm-hmm. But if he is homeless and he is in the northeast, this is the worst place to be, besides maybe Minnesota, to be homeless. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, the w- best place to be homeless is Southern California or Florida, Florida, yeah. where it's warm all year as opposed yeah. to cold. So, just a word of warning: if you're taking Starro Drive uh, inbound uh, towards the hospital, there, uh, there's a, there's a lot of debris <laughs> in the road. That's all I'm going to tell you. Just watch out for it. In Put the it on ways for other drivers. Yeah. <laughs> ZLX weather: sun and clouds in 40s today. Periods of rain tomorrow. Highs again in the 40s. 26 degrees in Boston. It's too cold. I'm Heather Ford on 100.7 WZLX. It's Boston's only classic <laughs> rock morning show. Behind the scenes as it happens live from the flight deck at 543. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford. Yeah, we're busy uh, over on the Instagram. We're busy here uh, at Kenny Young ZLX. Yeah, and on the text too. Uh, WZLX and your message to 70470. Uh, the homeless guy we were talking about on Storo Drive throwing debris into the road from the 781. The homeless guy wanted everyone to stop driving in his driveway. Okay. I don't think he has a vehicle. I really don't. Uh, from the 508, 530 clubs. It's 330 Arizona desert time. Good morning, y'all. Well, hello, Arizona. That's wow. pretty cool. What are they doing up when we get up? I don't know. Mm. And, uh, of course, uh, our regular Joe. We got some regulars. We got number four, number 11, and Joe. Joe checks in every morning. Uh, happy Thursday, everyone. Thanks, Joe. We're getting there towards the weekend, buddy. We are. And we're uh, we're getting there with uh, figuring out Instagram and all the different ways to post. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My God. Mm-hmm. Just when you think you have it figured out. and uh... Well, uh, iHeartRadio is a company that has a lot of directives, mm. you know, and uh, I'm talking about the app so. itself. The app itself keeps changing how to share content. 
Oh, yeah, itself. yeah, so yeah. We do these posts. We do these reels. We do these stories, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is share those across our own pages and the, the WZLX page at WZLX. And I'll get back to that in just a second. Uh, but what keeps happening, I find, is that uh, where you share that content, the buttons and the uh, operations controls in there mm-hmm. keep moving around within the app yeah. when they do updates. Mm. So then we have to go through this rigmarole of finding how to, you know, repost <laughs> and reshare Keeping our stuff. brain fresh, Ken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a, it's but a, you remember, all the updates are supposed to make it easier. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like I said, just when we have the app, fi- <laughs> we have the app figured out, right? I'm not trying to be an old bogey here. I'm just saying, uh, things get moved around, and mm-hmm. then you got to find where those are now and, and repost it. But uh, we'll be posting some award-winning content today, I'm sure. Pete right. underscore McKenzie on Instagram. And uh, Heather Loves Ford over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Uh, so the other thing about the uh, the Instagram, and this is to your benefit, listener, until tomorrow, uh, we have your Ticket to Rock opportunity. Uh, if you want to get down with Incubus... Uh, at the Xfinity Center, uh, we have your hookup there. So uh, make sure you're following us at WZLX over on the Insta, and we'll get you set up proper there. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, Carter Allen, he posts uh, during his midday rock extravaganza, the Rock and Roll Diary, a video version. So uh, we urge you early and often, check those out, those diary posts, because it may just help you out in our classic rock clash down the road. From the Planet Fitness WZLX Studios. Horizon Smile. Now, now. Thanks for making us part of your morning. Headlines with Heather. People are idiots. Great story. Make your morning fun. On 100.7 WCLX Boston. Well, in another instance that celebrities are just like the rest of us, uh, on Yahoo, the story is Tom Cruise splits, splits is in caps, from Russian socialite, and then they say her name, Elsina something something, days after meeting her children. (laughs) They were together for a while, and then he went to meet her kids, and then they broke up. You can't handle the children. No, no. Well, I mean, that, I, you know, I haven't dated people with children because I've been married since uh, just after I turned 24, and I dated someone before that for five years. So I've never been in a situation where it's like, I'm older, I'm dating people who have children, but I can imagine that even if you like someone, if you then get to the point where you meet their children and you don't like their children... Calling it off. You're probably (laughs) calling it off. I mean, none of us have had that situation. I've heard stories about people that meet their would-be or future mother-in-laws and they're like, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. Really? I've heard stories about people breaking off relationships because they didn't even want to deal with the mother-in-law. Yeah, Mm. I just made sure that we didn't live there. But I didn't want to deal with mine. I mean, I told you guys, she would leave dresses that were 10 sizes too big in a room I was staying in and say, I saw this and thought of you. Or she would leave a jacket that was way too small and she'd be like, don't ruin it. So, <laughs> maybe these kids did. subtle digs. Oh, maybe these kids subtle. were shooting Tom Cruise subtle. with a slingshot or something. Maybe, or maybe he just. I mean, she's significantly younger than him, but everyone he dates, I'm assuming. I mean, he's in his. Isn't he his mid sixties? Oh, he's exactly your age. Yeah, I think we're 61. born the same year. So it'd be, you know, you're not dating twenty year olds and early thirty year olds. You're, they're going to have children. It's going to be past what you're wanting mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah you want someone who's not children in a new relationship could be maybe they or maybe the kids just refused to enter scientology and then he was like well i think he i don't think that's a choice when you're meeting someone in russia mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so the adam montgomery case has gone to the jury my question for you because i wasn't really paying close attention did his def- did his defense uh attorney present a case at all or did the prosecution present oh, a case yeah. And then the defense was like, because I feel like the prosecution rested and all of a sudden it's with the jury. Right. Well, the defense rested with, uh, you know, trying to attack the mom. Right, right. But who did they bring up? Who did they bring up to the to testify, though? I I know that they had closing arguments, but what I'm saying is, did they bring anybody up? Oh, that I don't know. Any like law enforcement or scientists or like people who knew them. Oh, in his defense. Yeah, no, in his not defense. That I, know of. I mean, the prosecution laid out a whole case and then I feel like the defense just had a closing argument. The defense is holding water that the mother was the one that did it and he just was like a bystander. Here's uh, the defense attorney, Carolyn Smith. So Kayla decided to lie about Harmony's death. Kayla's the mother, right? Kayla's, mm. no, I think she's the girlfriend. Oh, the girlfriend. To accuse Adam of something that he did not do to get herself out of her own problems. She's lying because she 
has something to hide still because the truth points to her. Adam did some very, very bad things, but he did not kill his daughter. Her name is Kayla Montgomery because she married him. That's his wife, right? But that's not the mother of... That's not the mother. The mother didn't have custody, remember? She's the one that's always mouthing off and doing things outside of jail. Uh, but the but Kayla was the one that was with him. So what they're basically they basically I mean I think they're both guilty. She's being held on other charges too. I Is think she still in relation being held? to this. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. still being held. But she had to come in and and uh, was cross examined by the defense about this too. Yeah, no, I remember. And yeah. she and him look completely different now that they're not um, completely addicted to drugs. Yeah. But so that case, I mean. I feel like I know what they should do, but I didn't listen to the whole case, obviously. So I'm wondering if the jury, they just didn't have time to deliberate yet. And they were like, it's bedtime. And now they're going to, I mean, is it like an hour? Is it? Right, right. I mean, it, it could days? be done after our show because I think they reconvene at nine. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Mm-hmm. ZLX weather, sun and clouds in 40s today. Periods of rain tomorrow, highs again in the 40s. 26 degrees in Boston. I'm Heather Ford on a 100.7 WZLX. 100.7 WZLX, Boston's only classic rock morning show. It's hard to hear that tune and not think of Damone from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He had all the tickets, that Damone fella. Tell you this about that. We've got tickets, too, here. Your ticket to rock uh, available at 840 for the Dave Matthews Band in our classic rock clash. Hey, real quick, uh, Red, uh, Red Sox. Wow. Wow. Boston Bruins kicked off a West Coast swing last night out in Edmonton. Uh, I was asleep and in bed uh, resting comfortably before the puck even dropped. What with it being in Edmonton and all mm, last yet night. Yet another but, overtime uh, game. Huh? Let's get into it. Yes, indeed. Boston Bruins kicking off that West Coast swing in fine, dramatic fashion. Six different goal scorers on the night as the uh, the Bruins took down the Oilers 6-5 in overtime. And one of them was a goalie. Yeah. No, I wish. No. That'd be great, no. wouldn't it? No, goals by, uh, at the end, but goals, no. goals by Pasta, Frederick Geeky, DeBrusque, Marchand. But the most dramatic of all, overtime. Charlie McAvoy streaking down into the slot. Saka, right in. DeBrus. Oh, hit it. McAvoy. Dangles. A poke check. He scores. Charlie McAvoy wins it in overtime. I got to tell you, I watched this goal like four or five times now, and it looked like a video game goal. Like McAvoy just shreds his way, breaking ankles through the defense. And as he's getting tripped up by the goaltender who dove prematurely at the puck, he just slips it in. Slips it in for the game winner. It was pretty cool. Were those screams of joy from Bruins fans in the house or just screams of anger from Oilers fans? Well, that, it sounded like... Yeah, that call came from TNT. But, sounded uh, like cheering. It sounded like cheering. <laughs> and when you watch the disgruntled Oilers fans getting up and walking out immediately, uh, there's a bunch of white and black jerseys that I saw. Uh, mixed in through amongst the crowd. These fans travel well. Yeah. Swayman with 37 saves. Uh, next up, it's the Flames on this West Coast trip. And you might recall, uh, Flames, not a great team, beat up on our Bruins a couple weeks back, 4-1 uh, to one at the Garden. So uh, they've got some revenge in mind. That tonight, game's tonight. Tonight, yeah, back-to-back. 9 o'clock. I actually might be able to watch a little bit of that. Uh, it is 621 here. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford, 26 degrees. Thanks. Boston's only classic rock morning show. 630, 27 degrees. Are we supposed to get some sort of a wintry mix tonight? I know it's nothing crazy, but a mixture of sun and clouds this afternoon. Uh, it might snarl our commute in tomorrow morning. Uh, Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford. That's what the weather experts are telling us. Uh, but, yeah, n- nothing too crazy. And, in fact, uh, I will tell you this, uh, weather fans, uh, your boy Eric Fisher over there at WBZ was saying we're coming to an end of climatological winter, something like that, this weekend. So they're saying that uh, next week proves to be very mild, and we might even see 50, dare I say 60s at mm-hmm. some point next week nice. as we look forward to kicking off the month of March. Sure, yes. Uh, diapers are back in the news real quick here. No, they're um, not. You're choosing to make them uh, the news, and I think they gross me out. So, so. we talked about the diaper spot in New Hampshire, uh, which has been shut down. By the people who lived in the hose nearby. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, they made that happen. But we have a state legislator, Senator Becca Rausch. In, oh, yeah. From Needham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's in my area. I think she's mine. She could be. Yeah. Middlesex yeah. County, right? Yeah. Becca Rausch. Yeah, yeah, Becca Rausch. Name sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. So uh, for several years now, she's been proposing legislation, uh, but it's failed. Uh, and she's at it again. 
uh, to create diaper changing stations in all new public buildings. Oh, yeah, I like mm. that. I, I thought you meant like so adult for diapers. That. Yeah. Restaurants, bars, yeah. and all yes, that. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, especially after she talked to one of her constituents, it makes me wonder about sitting at a bar in a restaurant. <laughs> Every time I go in now, I'm going to ask, was the baby changed on this bar? He ended up changing his daughter's diaper on top of a bar because there was no other space <laughs> oh. to do it other than the grimy bath. Hey, pass the pretzels. <laughs> right. Talk to any parent or caregiver. They will tell you that this is, in fact, a real problem. Where, where, where's the weirdest place you changed one of your kids? Because I have one. That's a great question. Did uh, you not change your child in public? Your wife did I've, all that? Yes. Okay. So when William was, I don't know, he was little, my sister graduated from college and we had a graduation dinner, and my sister picked the fanciest restaurant to go to. And William was little, like one, maybe. Yeah. And so he got fussy, and, I'm, and I was like, well, it's, we have to change him. I went into the bathroom, nothing. I mean, it was there wasn't even a countertop no counter. near the sink. I had Ford go into the bathroom for the men, and there was even less. And so in the hallway, on the floor to the bathroom... Ugh. I had him lay down his pretty jacket. Yes, right. of course. <laughs> and we changed William's diaper. And there were people walking past, and they were wearing very nice clothes, and none of them said anything. They all were like, Ugh. And I'm thinking to myself, I have no choice. Were you supposed to, like, walk back out to your car that maybe is in a There was no car. Garage? It was public transport. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how how long has it been since when you walk into a public restroom, they have those fold-down tables They now had to, those when William was a baby. They, they have a lot more. Just yeah. not everywhere. Just not everywhere. Yeah. And even those were dirty. Like, we all knew you take a baby wipe and you wipe them off. <laughs> yes. And then we all had those pads that we would wash every time we use them that you put down first. Uh-huh. You know, but it's just a... I mean, you got to... You have to, he was, by the way, for those of you who are going to text me, he did not cry once during dinner. No one knew he was there. He was like as quiet. He's oh, Those two boys have always been as quiet as can be. But I still needed to take the poop off of his butt. It has to happen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing about that. The whole thing stinks like yesterday's diapers. Tell me about look it. Look at this. Yeah. What did you think this. about taking it? I think my wife did this. She went back. She went out to the car and did it in the car. We didn't have a car. We took public transport. Oh, boy. We were in the middle of, we weren't in the middle of anywhere where we were parking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so. this place was so weird. There was a spiral staircase that was wire, like oh. metal. Like, it was almost dangerous right. to get to it. <laughs> like, Jeez. All right, so flood your state senators with a yes vote then. Uh, well, most people don't want kids out in public anyway, so they're going to say no. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not going to stop them from being out in public. No. What yeah. about those adults up in Atkinson, New Hampshire, that want to be diapered? Where are they supposed to get changed? In their stall. <laughs> hey, we got a big finish happening tomorrow. It's called Free Ski Fridays. Yeah, hard to believe. Two months of just... Uh, just zip by, just kind of like that. You know the drill, because we've been doing this for the last two months. Every Friday, every hour on the 40s, starting at 940 tomorrow morning, win your way up to the best mountains New England has to offer. Another great list of uh, mountains for your approval. Uh, so, listen, we're also going to find out uh, after the last batch is uh, dished out tomorrow, uh, who's going to score that grand prize getaway? Yeah, a little winter vacation up for grabs. Two nights to uh, Smuggler's Notch, Vermont. Uh, so we'll find out uh, after tomorrow's round. I mean, yeah, we've got multiple opportunities, 9.40 a.m. to 6.40 p.m. Like I said, I've been doing this the last two months here. And right out of the gates, it's Killington. We're saving you hundreds of dollars on lift tickets. Go uh, squeeze some more out of winter before it's gone. As I said, uh, we're counting down the uh, weeks here until the arrival of spring in the Boston area. But the North Country, packed powder. Packed, I'll tell you. And I think with this uh, latest storm that's coming in, Overnight tonight into tomorrow, where we're supposed to get like rain and stuff. I think ski country is going to get like another maybe six inches. You saying a little addition of the real stuff instead of the homemade? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. there's been a lot of real stuff up there. My uh, brother lives just south of North Conway. He lives in Madison, New Hampshire, and uh, yeah, plenty of snowpack up his way. <laughs> He's got one of those lawn tractors that he converts in the winter to a plow. So, like, he goes and, uh, oh, sorry about that. Oh, the wrong fader up on you, okay. Heather Ford. Uh, yeah, no, my neighbor used to do that. Those it's kind of funny so looking. Cool. Yeah. So, like, when he does his last mow of the year, he brings his tractor down to his buddy's place, and they swap out the uh, the blades, you know, the deck, yeah. the mowing deck sure. for the plow package. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, the whole little, uh, you know, compartment that goes around it. Oh, he's got the canopy the around canopy oh, yeah. around oh, it. That's like, sweet. Oh, he's got the whole It's deal. like he's mm-hmm. in a tiny little snow plow. So, yeah, exactly. And as he gets to brag about that, I keep saying, well, uh, 
I wheeled out my snowblower and, and uh, electric started it, you know, just to keep <laughs> it running. So uh, we'll see if we get to use it here in the month of March. But as I said, pretty mild here. Plenty of snow up north to take you the advantage of a free ski Friday tomorrow here at ZLX. From the Planet Fitness WZLX Studios. Horizon Smile. Now, now, now. Thanks for making us part of your morning. Headlines with Heather. People are idiots. Great story. Take your morning fun. On 100.7 WZLX Boston. I don't want to get into it too much, but uh, I kind of giggled this morning when I was reading it that Governor Healy is defending... The headline is on CBB, Governor Healy defends former romantic partner nomination to Massachusetts uh, uh, Supreme Judicial Court. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't you don't nominate people that you've dated or are in your family. (laughs) Right. I mean, it seems a little like we would awkward. It would be awkward no matter who was doing it. And I understand that you and your family, Pete, you have plenty of very qualified people and you've dated many qualified people. And Kenny, same for you and for me. But I'm I. (laughs) But you have to admit it seems odd. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Like it there's does. something a little she, icky about and, and it. She may be the best available. That's what I mean. She might it, be, but that and it's the just pro- not her place. It still creates that. Uh, it's a weirdness. Conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, but there's like an there's this just this thing, and you feel bad for people who are associated with you. Like like uh, we had a person we worked with who wanted to go on to a TV show that was uh, part of the company we worked for, and he was told no, that as <laughs> as much as that TV show was cool and you were going to have a good time, it's related. It's, mm. you know, it's the, sorry. You're, yeah. You're, things aren't going to go your way. Well, that was an interesting story because the person that told them no actually had one of their family members on <laughs> the show. On a very right. big show. Yeah. Which yes. was hilarious. I know. Yep. there yeah. was. That's what I'm saying. Like, you feel bad that the people that are related to you or that you've dated maybe can't win prizes on the station, but that's just the way it works, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I, the fact that she's, I mean, I understand why she's defending it because she really just thinks, you know, this is fine, but... It feels icky. It just looks awkward. It yeah. would feel icky no matter who was doing it. Yeah, because uh, it's such a big job. Mm-hmm. It's not like a tiny job. It's not. It's state a, supreme court, supreme right? judicial court. Yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. It is. All right, so let's talk about two things that are also a big deal. One, we might find out uh, the uh, whether Adam Montgomery is found guilty of murdering his daughter uh, Harmony uh, today, because yesterday I. I don't even know if the defense presented a case or if they just made closing arguments after the prosecution rested uh, because all of a sudden the prosecution rested and then the jury had it. So uh, it's all sorts of that. This is real icky um, that they're they're battling between the fact that Adam Montgomery either murdered his daughter or his uh, wife did, who's not to mother. Mm. And they're I don't know. The whole, this poor child. I just wish someone would have taken her out. Did you say closing arguments? I have uh, State Prosecutor Benigotti at our disposal here. He took an innocent life, a child, for no reason other than his rage and his indifference and his ignorance and his lack of humanity. She doesn't get a headstone in the ground above the head that he battered. She doesn't get to be at peace and death wow. because of what he did. Because he can't afford to tell anyone where she is. That All right, yeah. done. You said it all. That yeah. was very well well written. Um, and on a lighter note, but not a lighter note, the headline is Army Rocket Launcher and Drugs Found in Car Outside of a Massachusetts Hotel. Pete, did you see what the rocket launcher looked like? I didn't. Did it look like a bazooka or uh, was yeah. it bigger than that? Oh, it did. Oh, uh, yeah. I've only got, this is the middle part of it right now, but yeah. you get the idea yeah. of. What okay, did the drugs look like? This was in Sutton. Uh, what did right. the drugs look like? <laughs> <laughs> Crack is whack, Pete. Uh, here's, this is, we, have, we do have a detective with the Sutton Police Department. This is Alex Sinney. Obviously, it's a little nerve-wracking at first. We made sure that it you know, wasn't loaded or anything like that and uh, secured it properly. So I don't have any military experience. I've never seen a rocket launcher in person before, so that was, was definitely a first. Like, I know so little. I don't know if it's if you say an M190 or an, an M190 or an, I don't know, whatever, U.S. Army rocket launcher inside this man's vehicle, along with a small amount of crack cocaine outside the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> so his M1 Abrams tank was probably in the shop, right? Yeah, right. I mean, 
Wow. So anyway, I'm, I'm glad because the one paragraph said, this all began Wednesday with surveillance on a, quote, suspicious vehicle in a parking lot. Well, I mean, it's I'm glad he was suspicious because there was a rocket launcher <laughs> right. on the inside. What <laughs> defense could you possibly have for walking around in public with a, with a rocket launcher? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what, what are you hunting? The guy's name is Harvey. Does that answer a few <laughs> things for you? You've got to take down some big game with that thing. Harvey Johnson Jr. of Spencer with a rocket launcher I'm still for the a little win. uneasy with that officer saying, I have no experience with military equipment, but we secured it. And we made sure it wasn't loaded. Well, military equipment's different than police equipment. I know. So yeah. why didn't they have somebody from the military secure well, they, it? They probably did eventually, but in yeah. the beginning, they wanted to. They couldn't just leave it around. They wanted to make sure first. You right? know, you look down the barrel of it and you the poke stick. it with a stick. <laughs> right. Everyone That's knows right. that, Pete. Right. Come on. ZLX weather, sun and clouds in 40s today. Periods of rain tomorrow. Highs again in the 40s. 27 degrees in Boston. I'm Heather Ford on 100.7 WZLX. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. 100.7 100.7 WZLX, Boston's only classic rock morning show. Journey and Toto rocked Providence last night. What? Yeah, really? I didn't know about it. I keep seeing posts on my social media here. You know, I, I've seen Journey a number of times, but uh, I would have liked to have seen Toto. Steve Lukather, I love the guitar player in Toto. Love that guy. Uh, so I would have liked to have seen that. But even though it was a school night, you know, I would have liked to have uh, maybe driven down to Providence. Maybe hit up Federal Hill for a little nosh beforehand, you know. While you're going there hoping Toto opens so you can go home early. Toto! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Funny you should say that. Uh, So a lot of uh, rumor mills uh, perpetuating uh, Mac Jones. Uh, His name's been popping up. And I saw that he was trending on Twitter here. Yeah, I'm still calling it that. Um, So the latest one, this coming out of uh, what appears to be a, quote, NFL insider with the blue check mark saying that the Seahawks reportedly have, quote, an interest in trading the Pats for Mac Jones. Is Seattle in this country? Where is it? Well, it's north Seattle. of the border. <laughs> it's, not, it's not in this country. It's in another country. It is? Yeah, you'll have to find it. What's on, a Seahawk? Go onto the map. What do you they know, do? If I'm the Seahawks, is Mac Jones an upgrade over Geno Smith, who had a lackluster season for them? So I don't know, but the, the report says the Seahawks want to bring in some competition mm. to camp this summer. Now, on the other side of that, another reason is that uh, there's videos uh, being shared online of Mac Jones hard at work in the gym in the offseason. Yeah, I bet. Getting all jacked up, getting all pumped up. Well, our new Patriots offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt, uh, has met with Mac, and he's also met with Pop Douglas, amongst others. But he says uh, the focus on going into camp this year is going to be the the fresh start for everybody. Here's your new Pats OC. You know, the biggest thing is are some, there's some good pieces in place. Um, I think the best thing for everybody is it's going to be a fresh start for everybody. Um, you know, I've talked to a couple guys already to coming in with a clean slate, no preconceived expectations or notions of who these You mean like winning? These guys are, <laughs> and then we'll build it from the ground up. But exciting to uh, to have the opportunity to do that. By the way, I've read his Wikipedia page numerous times, Mac mm. Jones, and I know his name's Michael McCorkle Jones is his real name, but I never saw this line in it in his early years, born in Florida. He worked as a child model and actor making appearances in commercials. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe that's what he goes back to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a Pampers baby. Yeah, he got a lifetime supply of Mentos. Wow. The Fresh Maker. Yes. <laughs> uh, in other uh, related news, 
uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, with the Pats. Well, everything's they, on the table. Everything's fresh. New coaches, new head coach. I saw they brought a in a full new staff. They brought in yeah. Tyquan Thornton, former uh, wide receiver for the Patriots, as a wide receiver's consultant or coach. Mm. Couldn't be sure on his title, but uh, and then Dante Hightower's back in the mix as linebackers coach. So. They're filling some slots, but as far as uh, scouting and the GM role is kind of still up in the air with the draft looming in another, what, five, six weeks? Yeah, April, like right? That. April, it's coming up, that uh, that big affair. So, yeah, we'll see what happens here in the Pats offseason as we get to know the new <laughs> the new coaching staff, right? We'll get to know us in less than an hour away. We got our classic rock clash, actually just over an hour away at 840. Uh, we got a chance for you to win your way to the Xfinity Center to catch Dave Matthews' band this summer. Yeah, we're talking summer concerts. Win your way in. Earn your place at the Xfinity Center. Coming up at 840. Hey, you can stop air drumming now. It's Boston's only classic rock morning show. 100.7 WZLX. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford. 741. I know I'm going to catch heat for talking over that last Neil Peart drum fill. How could you? I know. I know it's sacrilege in some communities. Hey, let's do this. What's going on with Boston's only classic rock morning show on 100.7 WZLX. As often is the case, uh, we have conversations off the air, uh, mainly about food this morning. And Kenny brought up the corner market in Holliston. I'm mm. going to be in Holliston today, so I'm going to go try their steak and pepperoni and cheese sandwich. Yeah. Why not? Interesting. The reason I'm be out there, uh, today's the day that I, uh, I drove my uh, wife's VW Jetta in. Remember, her headlight was broken about a month ago when she hit a snowbank at work, mm. cracked the headlights, so I called to get it replaced. The dealer wanted three grand. What? Can you just glue it? <laughs> can, can you I, duct tape it? I, I told no. her packing tape over it, and it's fine, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I made the appointment for today about two weeks ago, and lo and behold, yesterday, she noticed that the headlight is not working at oh. all. Oh. So now, now it's just one headlight. Yes, and you yeah. need two. Yeah, so uh, I did, you know, find this uh, hometown auto out in Holliston uh, for uh, about $1,000 less than the dealer. Whoa. Still two grand. Is your car okay. worth that at this point? Isn't it like a that 20-year-old car, car? The car is worth less than eight grand. How, on many, mile, how many miles on that rig? Uh, less than 100. I think it's around 90, 91, something like that. And okay. she's had it since 2015. So the car doesn't see a whole lot of miles. So it's in great shape. Yeah, and it's sandy, so she drives it like she's a very good driver. It's, it's, so I told her, you know, that car's eight years old, nine years old. Here's what we're going to do. If we're putting this headlight in for two grand, we're going to make it all look beautiful and get some body work done on it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. lift kit, big tires. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe had a spoiler, a, a suburban <laughs> assault vehicle. So yeah, I'm going to do that today and drive out there, and uh, I will stop by that corner market and, and get a sandwich. Well, after seeing the post, oh my god, yeah, never had pepperoni on a steak and cheese, but I may have to try it. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? I pick up my new car today, by the way. Today, I did, goodness, I did. My oh, husband works fast. Nice. So we talked about it on air yesterday. We took some suggestions, and the listeners all had the same exact suggestion. Y'all, y'all made the same choice. So since I was, it was a toss-up for me. I liked the interior more on one, but the drive better on the other. I went with the drive, mm-hmm. and uh, I pick up th- this car. Uh, yes, you know it the is going to be a WRX. Subaru summer for Heather. Uh, it's really going to start out as a Subaru February for me, yeah. and then it's going to move in. But it is, uh, it's a fancy blue color. Nice, it's, and it's it's nice. My favorite text that we got about your decision it was between the VW Golf, right? The GTI, yeah. Oh, the GTI. Yeah, the Golf GTI. And, yeah. and the uh, the Subaru WRX. My mm-hmm. favorite comment was because you were interested in the interior of that. The Volkswagen GTI. had plaid seats plaid and it was seats. so comfortable. Yeah. And, right. And it was just lovely. It was like had a high roof and I don't know. I just I felt at home in that car. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, the texter said, Heather, you'll get used to the seats. That, that'll, that'll be old after a month, but you'll never get used to the torque in that WRX. You'll no. love the. The race car value, of and it, it was the—it's the same torque in the the Focus uh, ST I have now, so it was similar. And the seats are exactly the same as the car I'm in now, mm-hmm. so it's not that I have to get used to the seats. I just was looking for something new. Right, <laughs> right, right. I I sit in race seats now. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and my car, the one I have now, 
I just tap the the pedal and that thing will take mm-hmm. off into the air. So I'm I'm used to it, but yeah. Now I got a newer version. So it's of go it. day today for you. That's it awesome. Is. Yeah, I was getting texts from a couple of buddies of mine regarding your car situation, and they said, "Tell her not to even question it. Go with the uh, WRX." I know, with- I know. It's and again, it's it's like basically getting the same car I have now, mm-hmm. which I love. You guys know it's my favorite car I've ever owned. This Focus ST. So you'll have a new favorite. I will. I'll have to <laughs> name her. <laughs> yeah, you will have to name her. I name her. all my cars. I'm just not telling you what I've named them all. Uh, well, I should point out that uh, you may not be the only one uh, adding somebody to the uh, the driveway in the next week or two Wait, here. you love your truck. I do, but I've been on the hunt because I'm approaching uh, only 67,000 miles. My Kelly Blue Book's gone down significantly in the last year. Uh, I need new tires, and you know I got those big honking Wrangler tires on I'm all there. pickup truck tires. Are Still expensive. haven't replaced the brakes in, uh, what, five years. So <laughs> I'm like, and I still have that, you know, $1,000 light that won't go out on my dashboard, mm. and you don't have to text Kenny, me. Kenny, buy a I know new what car to get is. rid of the light. <laughs> you sound like me. rid of the light. <laughs> brakes, tires, the light. these are all like normal maintenance, Kenny. <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, about five years, I'm ready for a new vehicle. So oh, uh, I'm okay. on the hunt. We'll see what happens. I'm leaning towards SUVs again. We'll see what happens. But uh, one thing's for sure, finance rates are ridiculous right now. Like, ridiculously high. Yeah, they're not great. As well as, like, uh, personal loan range, too. And I'm a fellow with good credit. Mm. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. You made a lot of use of that pickup truck runs to the dump. And when I say the dump, I mean the Framingham dump. Yes. You know, you're not going to be loading leaves in the back of an SUV. Uh, yes, I will. Oh, you will? I used to have an SUV pre-truck, and I used to have to, like, squeeze the big tarp. <laughs> the tarp filled with leaves I used to smash into the back of my SUV. Okay. <laughs> I'm well-schooled. I'm well-schooled <laughs> in it here. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that front. But that's exciting news, Heather. Yeah. And, Pete, good luck with the $2,000 yeah. headline. Oh, that sandwich is good. I think. <laughs> Sandwich is good. Well, it'd be only fair for you to bring some in tomorrow. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. From the Planet Fitness WZLX Studios. Horizon Smile. Now, now, now. Thanks for making us part of your morning. Headlines with Heather. People are idiots. Great story. WZLX Boston. I don't know. It just it wasn't what I was expecting for a headline this morning because it just seems so out of nowhere and long ago. But uh, there's <laughs> this is on uh, BZ. Woodstock Oral History Project, looking to record memories of those who were there. Oh, you, wait, did you say Woodstock? I did say Woodstock. You did say at Woodstock, Bethel. didn't you? Yeah. They, they haven't done this already? They've probably done things like it. Is this local? Uh, or is it a national project? If you attended Woodstock and want to share your memories, an initiative trying to preserve the memories of those who were there is coming to Boston in March. So they're traveling all around. Okay. And they're trying to gather things from the 1969 Woodstock. Uh, that's, yeah, keeps it local. That's good. My mother I like was that. I like uh, they're on tour. 17 going on 18. She was 17 when Woodstock happened. And all of her friends, and this was, they were in like Rockland County, New York. They were all like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go to this thing. You want to come, Linda? And my mom's like, all right. And then she, she asked her parents and her parents were like, no, you can't go to a concert up in upstate New York in <laughs> right. the middle of nowhere. And it wasn't even really that far from where they were, but it was, was like... I was going to say, that wasn't a far drive. No, but when you... Grew, she grew up in the Bronx, and even Rockland County was like no man's land. You keep going further into farm country, and it's like alien land. Right. So she didn't go. And her friends got stuck in that traffic. They never made it. They oh. got stuck... I think they got stuck on the side of a road. Yeah. It wasn't there like... Like a really long line of a traffic jam just there trying was. to get in. There was. Yeah, the whole road was yeah. shut down. So, that, so she would have gotten in so much trouble if she had done that. Because yeah. in her mind, it was one day, go up and come back. They were trapped in their cars. Yeah. So Her parents had good instincts. They just didn't want her to do any of that <laughs> right. stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure nobody knew at the time that it was going to turn into half a million people in the mud. No, yeah. God, no. The museum at Bethel Woods is trying to gather as many stories as possible. Uh, so they ha- the museum housed at the original site... Uh, is now going around and asking people if you attended, and they're saying you're probably in your 70s or 80s, 
uh, they're trying to collect these stories. Before, this is the sad part, and I'm so sorry to those of you that were there. They're trying to collect your stories before they're lost. Right. <laughs> and before that's part, you're lost. And, that, and, that, and that's part of the story here. Right. So Photographs, memorabilia, ticket stubs, anything. Anything yeah. you want. Well, they're taking an oral history, so they're taking your stories, yeah. and they're recording you saying them. I love those. I love watching and listening to that. I mean, we all love podcasts. Oh, and yeah. Documentaries. And and, and, yeah. and people would love telling those stories, this, too. Uh, this summer marks the 55th anniversary of the original Woodstock Festival. So mm. that's probably, you know, they're trying to search for a milestone to attach it to, this yeah. traveling exhibit. So. They want to get 4,500 oral histories or about 1% of the attendance. And again, I didn't do that math. That's just how it came out there. Mm-hmm. So, um Good luck to them. And if you have anything and you look this up, I'm not really giving you too much information, then uh, you'd be a part of it. You're a contributor. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great. Um, the jury begins deliberation uh, for the Adam Montgomery trial, although I thought they hadn't deliberated at all. This is the man accused of killing his daughter, Harmony, in ways that are so disturbing and uncomfortable. Uh, we don't even really talk about it. But, P, you said they've already... Well, they 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 deliberated for two hours yesterday, which is surprising. It's uncomfortable that a decision wasn't reached in two hours, mm-hmm. and they reconvene in less than an hour. So, uh, hopefully, we hear something soon. Yeah, and then, and Kenny had said earlier this morning that the defense is trying to blame the wife, who's not the mother of Harmony, but his wife, because mm-hmm. they were both around when this happened, mm. and they're both kind of admitting to that they were both around when this happened, but they're saying the other one did it. And that he just disposed of the child, which is just mm-hmm. horrible. And the fact that they they're, they've already deliberated for two hours after the prosecutor made this closing statement. Banagati. He took an innocent life, a child for no reason other than his rage and his indifference and his ignorance and his lack of humanity. She doesn't get a headstone in the ground above the head that he battered. She doesn't get to be at peace and death because of what he did, because he can't afford to tell anyone where she is. Yeah, yep. there you go. Because he can't afford to tell anyone where she is. Closing yeah. arguments. It's there. almost like he hasn't uh, denied the fact that he disposed of body. It's the fact she that ab- he abused the body. I know. They established that, that he punched and kicked the body. That, yeah. Too much. It's disturbing. Yeah. And then the defense. I mean, imagine being a defense lawyer. What a job that is. Oh God, how do you defend a person Can't like imagine. that? No, no, it's very difficult. Ugh. ZLX weather, sun and clouds in forties today. Because I can't imagine you're doing it for too much money. It doesn't look like he's loaded. Adam Montgomery doesn't look like he's loaded. Mm. So if you're, yeah. Periods of rain tomorrow, that's something to look forward to. Highs again in the 40s. 25 degrees in Boston. I'm Heather Ford on 100.7 WZLX. You need a pick-me-up? Yes. I got a pick-me-up. It's called Guns and Bleepin' Roses. This morning, Boston's only classic rock morning show. 25 degrees. Plenty of sunshine out there. It's brisk, baby. Kitty Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford. I was on the phone last night with my daughter and uh, husband boy down in D.C. You know, they have this uh, Etsy account, The Crafty Couple. It's adorable. They do a lot of antiquing. A young couple does antiquing. They do, mm-hmm. and then they uh, they buy things at the antique store and turn them into their own personal things to sell. In their defense, antiques could be, for them because they're young, anything that was made when I was born. Mm-hmm. Could have been, <laughs> sort of been something from anything when I was in high school than, as well. Anything yeah. pre-90s because they were both born in the 90s, right? So Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had to share this story with them. This is out of Houston, Texas. Uh, at an antique store, you had somebody walk in, a couple... A gentleman and a female walking around the antique store for two and a half hours. Okay. They were in there. Uh, Antique stores can be big. Were they going to film a porno? Uh, Well, this guy was wearing a kilt. Oh. The the guy was wearing a kilt walking around the store. But he was was pulling things off the shelf. And hiding them under his kilt? Oh. Briefly. And then putting them back on the shelf. So he wasn't trying to steal stuff? What was, was, wait, say it again? I'm just wondering. I mean, the store owner is wondering if this was a, I don't know, some sort of was he sticking them sexual in sexual thing? Yes. Ew. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. And then putting Antiques? them. I know. Oh, this is bizarre. Cameras caught the moment a customer in a kilt took a liking to certain items on the shelf. I had to watch it a couple of times just to be sure that I knew what I was looking at. I've seen quite a few different things here, but not that. 
the same day, different different dealer. Golden received a call from a dealer who sent her surveillance video of their section. Cameras show a man in a tank top and kilt grab a kitchen fork <laughs> or spoon from a display. He then walks over to the other side. His hand stays behind him for a while. He's then seen placing the item back on the shelf. I realized oh. when he put them back that he wasn't trying to steal them. He was doing other things with them. In another section, a closer wow. look. He grabs another item, shoves it underneath the kilt, oh. and puts it back. The merchandise is valued at around $200. He was also accompanied by a female companion. Employees say they were there for hours, but didn't buy anything. They were put back in the, the space that he got them. There was no obvious markings. Golden found out the man's been spotted in other antique stores in Galveston and Tomball. I hope he gets what he deserves. I, I don't really know, but I just, all I know is he, he needs to be caught and stopped. And get a tetanus shot. Okay. Oh right. my God. So he's taking on antiques, rubbing them on his undercarriage and putting them back on the show. Yeah. And he's For on hours. tour and he's on tour. He's going to different antique shops and doing this. I mean, he's easily identifiable. Yeah. Are you right? Well, uh, how do does you he think... get to go to multiple antique stores have you and, been do to an and get away with it? Recently? I have. They smell like mothballs yes, and old wood. They do, but when the people in there all look kind of strange, and you're one of those strange people. Mm. So seeing someone in a kilt might not stick out. No, this is I a weird so. kink, though, don't you? I've think? been to a it's lot a of weird antique kink. stores, and I've never seen anything like it that. It smells so weird. And <laughs> I he, love antiques. He has to know that. I mean, he's sticking out like a sore thumb. He's dressed like Roddy Roddy Piper. Sure. He's got a tank top and a kilt on. So, uh, you know. Right. I, I'm just He's, saying, is it? It's got to be. Is it a sexual thing? Is it a kink, I'm or is he just it's trying? Gratification. Yeah. Is he just trying to disrupt the lives of antique uh, dealers? I, hmm. That could be a name of a good store. Antique gratification. Great. Antique <laughs> gratification. Well, if you didn't feel young before that story, you certainly do now. I feel better about myself. <laughs> wow. Hey, coming up at eight forty, we'll get into the classic rock clash here. Uh, Pete, it's your turn. Uh, you're taking turn in rotation. We have uh, Dave Matthews Band tickets up for grabs. Yeah, today is uh, February twenty second, two twenty. 22, deuces are wild. That's your clue. That's deuces so, wild. so complicated. 222 So today. much. It's yeah. my understanding. There would be no math involved. <laughs> 100.7 WZLX. Boston's only classic rock morning show. 841 now. We've reached that point in the morning. The pinnacle. The climax for some. In which uh, Pete McKenzie is going to wow us with his new instrument of choice. The accordion. Wow, accordion. man. I didn't even know you played accordion. Accordion riffs. Pete McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen. It's the only way I can keep up with Kenny and his guitar riffs. Well, see, that's the thing. I started doing Clash guitar riffs as audio daily doubles. Mm -hmm. Heather plays piano, or she started playing piano and drums. Mm -hmm. So it's only a matter of time that you would uh, unfurl the accordion for us. It's the best I can do musically. All right. Hey, uh, Jay. Jay, did you know Pete McKenzie played the accordion? I did not. Well, you do now. Handed down from generations, Jay. You should hear him play. You should hear him play the beer barrel polka. Jay, are you there? Oh, he's there. I can play bass guitar, so we can start a band. Oh, look at that! Nice. All right. Well, we'll send you the sheet music for beer barrel polka. Okay. Okay. Jay, you know how the clash works, right? We got a pair of Dave Matthews tickets on the line. Pete's going to rattle off some questions. Hopefully, you get three out of five. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm going to make you my bitch's bitch. You're going to be my grand bitch. Going head to head, rocking out, talking trash. I don't play the accordion. It's supreme in the classic rock class. But it sounds good. Yeah. Hey, Jay, uh, February 22nd is today. 2-22. Deuces Wild. Famous pairs. Famous twosomes in classic rock. Lead singer... Uh, Lead singers and their lead guitarists. If you're sharp, you should get the first three. But you okay. are but you are under the spotlight. Here we go. Name that pair. Lead singer, lead guitarist of Aerosmith. Steven Tyler, Joe Perry. How about the two from The Who? Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey. Okay, this guy's on his game. Good game. Since deuces are wild, give me the two from you two. Bono and... Um... Edge. Yeah. Sweep the board here. Let's oh, go for it. We can keep going. You've already won. The two remaining original members from the Rolling Stones. Uh, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Yeah. And can you give me the names of that rare pair from Rush? 
Uh, Getty Lee and uh, Alex Lyson. Oh, Jay. Yeah, he's on Jay. his game. Woo. He's on his game. He probably, oh, has, he probably has collector cards of all the classic rock bands. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Trading cards. Who you know. Yeah. How did you know, right? Just don't open the package. They go down in value, Jay. Uh, listen, you're going to be there uh, at the Xfinity Center on July 12th. It's a Friday. All right, Dave Matthews Band, always a good take down there, Jay. Uh, so listen, load up your tailgate materials. Tickets are on us. Beers are on you. Sound good? Egg salad. Egg, <laughs> egg salad. You can pack some egg salad. I wouldn't be against that. Hold the line, Jay. we got to get some info. That's from the rest of you. Tickets are on sale for that now. Don't get shut out. Boston's only classic rock morning show. The band that evolved from the age of the cassette Walkman, ladies and gentlemen. I just uh, had seen this thing that said last year uh, cassettes were on the rise again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know vinyl's been uh, very popular for years now. Vinyl made a huge comeback. But the music industry, I guess, is trying to get the cassette to come back. And last year, uh, there was two entities. It was the Guardian of the Galaxy soundtracks that was released on cassette. Don't tell me. That Swifty. was like the number one seller. Yes. And number two was Taylor Swift. Which of course. She released her of course it was. <laughs> So if it's anything, I wonder if maybe her new album this year, she's going to release it on quarter inch tape. So everyone will have to go out and buy reel to reel systems like back in the day. Oh, God. I remember Let's that. just bring back every format. Let's bring back laser discs to watch track. our movies on. An we, track. We worked at a radio station that ran on that, Kenny, the tapes, reel to reels. Uh, I got an internship because of my cutting skills with reel to reel tape. I mean, no, but I mean, the I music was a was wizard all, with, oh, it was I'm on that. I'm talking about the music being okay. on reel to reel and one way. A song would end, and it would kick off the reel-to-reel -reel next to it. it was when crazy. I started at the station in the 1900s, yeah, we had a huge deck reel-to-reel -reel that all the phone calls, all the little bits, and everything went on. And I got very proficient with a razor blade and a grease pencil. Mm, I remember those. And that splicing tape. Sure. I'll tell you what, splicing tape, that was that was the be-all, end-all. Right I know there. you're talking about cassette tapes and reel-to-reels, but ACDC's coming out with vinyl that's gold. They are. It's to I commemorate like their 50th anniversary, of which we have no U.S. dates. But uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's pretty cool. It is. First nine records will be re-released on gold vinyl. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. It's got a Wonka feel to it, I think. Uh, listen, another exciting news, retro or otherwise, you can load up your cassette Walkmans and head north and ski for free on us tomorrow. It's the last free ski Friday. I know. I know. It's two months in the making. We do this every winter to help things uh, zip on by. And this winter has been zipping by. So tomorrow morning, starting at 9.40 a.m. and every hour in the 40s, right through 6.40 p.m. with Chuckles, you'll have a chance to win your way up to some big mountains. Uh, tomorrow is no exception. Need I remind you, we're right out of the gates at 9.40 tomorrow morning, sending you to Killington. And then we got uh, Loon, Wachusett, Ragged, uh, Killington again, Mad River, Glen. So many great mountains up for grabs tomorrow. And then... From the last two months, culminating into the grand prize winner, a two-night getaway to Smuggler's Notch. So a uh, big deal tomorrow. Not just Flannel Friday, Pete. No, it's Free Ski Friday, the last one of the month here at ZLX. 100.7 WZLX. This is Boston's only classic rock morning show, 923. This is Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford with you. Plenty of sunshine out there, but brisk, baby, 31 degrees. Hey, uh, happy anniversary to our buddy uh, Phil Castanetti in Sports World. Uh, the, the guy has uh, provided us over the years, decades really, uh, with stuff uh, to give away on the show. He's been a good partner of the show. 38, 38 years. 38 years. Wow. Yeah. Nice job, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. 38% yeah. off all our grab pictures in the shop. There you go. All right, oh, Phil. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 38%. I don't want to outdo him, but ZLX is celebrating 39 years this summer. <gasps> Alex birthday bash with Bush. That's Just right. Throwing it out there. It's on sale now. LiveNation.com. Hey, I um, when I was in Ohio this past weekend, I went into a retail store, um, and I've never seen it really in a retail store. It was a vape store. Mm -hmm. Just tell you what it was. And when I checked out, the uh, little computer there uh, asked if I wanted a tip at a retail store. I mean, I get, I get tipping. I, I, oh yeah, you're good at it. I mean, I went in there and I, I searched for a couple of bottles and I got a couple of cartridges and I walked up to the register and I paid for them and yeah, they handed them to me from behind the counter because that's where all the, the stuff is in a vape store. Well, what service did they provide? Mm. Well, that I, they weren't paid for. 
What service did they provide that they weren't paid for? Like you, when you tip, the people you're tipping, they're getting paid less and they're living, like I'm thinking restaurants. Yeah. You know, they're not getting Service paid. Service bartenders. Not in all cases because I looked that up. No, so no, that no. goes by state. Right, right. But that's yeah. basically how, you know, like when you go to Europe, there's certain places where you never tip a server. No, correct. Right. Right. A lot of places it. in but Europe you don't tip. In, in yeah. my mind, you're, you know, you're tipping because you're, that's, that's their income. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, know, I don't actually understand why you would do it in a retail store. I don't get it. I, I think it's got to just be built into the software that they use, that it's there. You know what I mean? It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah it's weird. To, to be tipping, you know. Well, to it's embarrassing to, to say, to me, it's embarrassing to say no. I always feel bad. Like, if, but, you know, in a real ta- retail space, when the thing comes up and says, you want to tip. Like, when I go to a restaurant and I'm picking up food. Yeah. Uh, I always feel weird. It says tip, tip amount. I'm thinking to myself. I don't. If I, anything, I should be getting tipped because I went and picked the food up. I, I do tip when I when that happens. <laughs> I Only do because too. in my mind, I'm thinking somebody prepared the food for me, so I'm tipping that I person. understand, and uh-huh. I do too, but it all seems weird to me that I've gotten in my car, I've driven, I'm just picking up a bag. Right. Because I don't tip at McDonald's. All right. Right. I don't I mean, either. Remember in the I age of the either. apocalypse. I don't when, think they allow tips at McDonald's. But what I'm saying I is I do. don't yeah. anyway. Like, you know. Right. Like Dunkin' Donuts. You you can, some have, you know, well, they're franchises. So and I, if, you and can I, tip at some and you and they I don't let weird. you tip at others. Right. And I feel weird not tipping. So I end up tipping. I end up tipping. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was one thing during the apocalypse when you would order food and you would go curbside and they'd bring it out to you. Like that person deserves You felt like they're risking their lives. Yeah. They're running a service. Right. Yeah. But if I go into a place and i'm picking up takeout listen not tipping i'm sorry I'm like as tipping. a child my parents right. didn't like my I mom do. loved chinese takeout it was like her favorite thing yeah. in the world yeah and she didn't go in there and she just paid for her food and we left she didn't uh-huh. tip chinese takeout yeah right so, yeah. I, I, same do, here. I, I do for takeout i do tip one thing that i did learn uh i i did not know this varied by state i know the federal uh, minimum wage right mm-hmm. that there's a federal minimum like 750 wage or something seven and a quarter or seven and a quarter but the states have the control over what the state minimum wage is and some states like if you go to uh, a restaurant here those those people are getting paid the state minimum wage right fifteen dollars yeah so in in your mind right in my mind because my daughter was a server i remember like half it was like it was, half of that yeah and, and then mm-hmm. based on tips so it varies state by state. California, Washington State, they're the highest, over $16 for minimum wage. Wow. And in California, you, you, you know, you, they're getting $16 and then you're tipping them. In other states like New Hampshire, where they're only getting seven twenty-five, the federal minimum wage, mm-hmm. they're getting... In some, you know, two thirteen, two dollars yeah. and thirteen cents. It seems like a, it seems like a lot, but like a fifteen dollar uh, mm-hmm. minimum wage is thirty thousand dollars a year. So if you think you can live on thirty thousand, and that yeah, it's working full time, that's yeah, well, that, yeah, that, that's I mean, why it's minimum, right? Yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. When you say fifteen, you're like, oh my god, and it's a lot for people who are running businesses. But to live on thirty thousand dollars a year is right. a whole different world. You got to find three friends and room together. <laughs> that's right. the some way people, it's and, done. And some people, or more. Some people are in their 40s or 50s, and that's, you know, this yeah. is what they can do. And they have second jobs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that tipping world is uh, is weird. I don't mind doing it. You provide a service either. for me. It's I, confusing sometimes. I will t- it is confusing, right. And I when, like to do it when warranted. When warranted. Yeah. See, when in yes. doubt, I tip. <laughs> Remember, well. I broke my ass literally trying to run mm-hmm. out and tip someone who had helped fix something in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I slid and fell all the way down the stairs in the back of my house. Yeah. So, I mean, I do tip. I just, right. sometimes I find it confusing. Here's how bad I am. I went into uh, the airport um, and I sat down at the bar mm-hmm. and I decided I wasn't going to get a drink and I just had a glass of water. I left the girl $10. Yeah, I For, know. A, glass For a glass of water. Of water. Look at you. Right? Because she knows you and loves you and thinks yeah, about you often. There's a crowded <laughs> bar. Yeah, right. She's got a great story to tell around yeah, Thanksgiving. She <laughs> yeah, she didn't even see me tip. Yeah. Yeah. 100.7 WZLX. It's Boston's only classic rock morning show. 950, 31 degrees. Kenny Young, Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford. I would be remiss, my friends, listeners, et al., uh, if I did not bring up the fact that this is an historic date in United States history. Do you know what February 22nd is? Washington's birthday? Uh, anybody? President's anybody? birthday. Anybody? Yeah. Uh, this happens to be the 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Oh. 
The U.S. men's hockey team wow. taking down the Soviet Union. Not even in the final. favored Soviets. Right. It was no, not it was even semi. the final. Right. Everyone remembers it as the, they went on to beat Finland. Yes. But uh, Miracle on Ice took place February 22nd, 1980. Lake Placid with a very, very young Al Michaels on the call here. I guess, Coach, I never knew this. I, I didn't see the whole Miracle movie, you know, the one with Kurt uh, Russell. Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. i got to watch that because he plays the coach, Herb Brooks. Mm -hmm. I guess immediately following the game, Herb Brooks, like, sprinted to the locker room, the coach, and started just bawling, weeping Aww. as to it. And the players just were just dumbstruck as to what to do. I guess we have to go shake the hands of the Soviets. Now. Like, <laughs> right. It was such a big deal. It was only 8,500 people in attendance for that game. That sounded like a lot more. At the Olympic Center. Oh, they're going bananas. Oh, I'm bananas. sure there's 80,000 people that say they were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like Woodstock, million. right? Not an easy trip. By the way, it's National Margarita Day, just oh. to let you two know. Oh. Well, there's... Uh, there's going to go home and have a margarita. Multiple oh. reasons to celebrate this February yes. 22nd. Washington's birthday, National Margarita Day. Excellent. Miracle and Ice. So I'll pay for those margaritas with $1 bills. Yes. All day. Uh, listen, so today's a big deal. Tomorrow's a big deal. Sure, we're going to launch into another double shot weekend. That'll happen at 5 tomorrow afternoon with Chuck. But uh, listen, tomorrow morning at 940, free ski Friday. The final one, the last one of the season. All right, so take advantage of it. We got Killington Mountain tickets right out of the gates at 940 tomorrow. And those lift passes will be doled out every hour on the 40s right through 640 tomorrow. The final free ski Friday, final opportunity for you to score that two-night getaway a smuggler's Notch, Vermont. Plus, you'll have our shining faces at uh, tomorrow morning to kick off your Friday and head into the weekend. Right? Right? Good job. Well done. Cheerio and bye for now. Over? Did you say over? Boston's only classic rock morning show returns tomorrow morning, 5.30 to 10. Till then, think about doing the same with Pete McKenzie, Heather Ford, and Kenny Young. If it stops, what's stopping it and what's behind what's stopping it? So what's the end, you know? 100.7 WZLX.